Hey, love, welcome back to another episode of Lessons from Behind My Chair. I'm your host, Angela B. Fuller, Master Hairstylist Turned Certified Life Coach. I am so excited today to bring this episode to you because today's episode is First Sunday, and you know that on First Sunday, I take um, this opportunity to zone in on uh, a conversation that has to do with our spirituality. Because when I decided to do a podcast, I asked God to help me build this platform. And if he did, every first Sunday will be devoted to something spiritual because we need we need it to help us make sense of um of our lives of our experiences of our of our stories of our encounters that we have that can sometimes just knock us out of the game so here we are for sunday and i want everybody to dive in and just take a listen but before we um get into our episode, you know, I have a pop question for you. And that question is, what is love to you? What is your definition of love? Because here we are out of nowhere. Here we are in the month of February, what I like to consider the love month. And I thought I'd do um, combined um, the love month and combine it with First Sunday to create a conversation about love. So let's go ahead and dive in. What 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 is love? You know, I I know for most of us when we think about love, we think about our feelings about the romance the romance of love. You know, when we meet someone and we fall in love and everything that comes with that. But that is not the conversation I'm talking about today. I'm not talking about romantic love. What I'm talking about is God's love. And using God's definition of love, it just broadens the whole topic. It encompasses so much. So let's just dive in and see what we can come up with, see what we can learn, see what we can contemplate, and see how we can grow. So I'm going to begin by saying that God is love. God is love. Love is not God. God is love. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 7, it tells us that God's greatest gift to us is love. And so why is that important for us? One thing for sure is that God does not seek to uh, press love upon us. God is love. So everything that comes from him is born out of love. It's not an act of forcing anything. It just is. If you exist in this world, you are love. Uh, I often think about 
just how much God loves us, how much God loves me, how much he loves you. And love is an act of giving. It's not an act of getting. When we think about how God gave his only son, it was an act in which he gave his only son to die for us because that's how much he loved us. He he gave of himself to save us, to make our lives better, to make our lives more enriched, enriched. He gave it all, all because of love. And so from the very beginning, love was never about all that you can get. It's never about all that you can get. I believe that it's all about what we can give. And for sure, it is an action word. It is an action thought. It is an active gesture. And it's an active concept. Um, I can remember years ago. I mean, I think this was over... 30 years ago, uh, this young lady used to tell me all the time. She said, girl, you make me sick with your happy ass. Get away from me with your happy ass. And if someone says that to you, of course, you would think that I would have gotten offended or I would have allowed that statement to make me um, back into a shell, you know, back up into a shell. But it didn't. Because I knew then she called it happiness, but I called it, I referred to it as me just exuding love, as me just sharing love. So, you know, I was not going to let that determine how I be around people, how I treat people, how I respond to people, um, because it wasn't it wasn't anything that I was doing. It's just who I was and who I still am. You know, I've led a lot of things, I, and you probably have too. I've led a lot of things in life, a lot of experiences, a lot of statements made by people stifle me from being my best self, stifle me from being spreading joy, spreading love, helping people to feel like they are seen, helping people to feel love, helping people to feel notice. But the one thing that I refuse to do is have someone uh, determine how my response is going to be to others in terms of spreading love. And so I think that's why God gave me a daughter because he knew that I needed a a child, a female child that I could pour every ounce of my femininity into without reserving, you know, because from the time my daughter was being formed in my belly, in my womb. I showered her with love. 
And when she came into this world, I continue to soak her in love. While at the same time, in my own way, and and in a way in which she would understand, teach her little bitty life skills that would ensure that she would not grow up to be a spoiled brat. I I never want I I was never going to take the risk of allowing my love for her and how much I loved her and how much I soaked her in love be something that caused her to be selfish, to be self-centered and not to care about the feelings of others. And so I really think that's why God gave me a daughter because I I did not hold back when it came to loving her, loving on her. I mean, literally soaking her in love because that's how I, that's how I go through life. I believe that people deserve love. I believe that people deserve to be shown love, to be, they deserve to be told that they are loved. They deserve to be hugged and and embraced when they're feeling that they're not loved. Because not everyone grows up in an environment in which they feel love. We all don't grow up into a loving environment. So I think it's our responsibility as human beings to, to help another person feel loved, feel embraced, feel seen. And so when I met my husband, I didn't have a problem in giving love to him. I didn't have a problem in taking the time to get to know him, taking the time to um, show him that he mattered taking the time to show him that I see him, you know, um, I had to give based upon what I was feeling inside of me. And I couldn't be afraid, uh, to think that he may take my love or my kindness as a sign of weakness or as a way to take advantage of me. You see, when you love, it's never, it's not, it's not to receive anything. The, re- the receiving comes from the giving because as, as you give out love, you know, it flips. It's like a boomerang. As you give out love, it bounces back to you. So my fulfillment is based upon my willingness to give. And and it, the thing about love is when you make a decision to live out of love, to go through life out of love, when you make a decision that love is the most important thing in the world because you were born out of love and born into love. I think it makes it easier for you to to be open and willing to give love, to show love. And granted, I do get it. Some people have experienced so much trauma 
in their life, in their, in their past, that there's a block to give love. But I think that if we take the time to think about who we are internally and how we got here, I think it will begin to to soften and heal those experiences in us that causes us to want to keep love at bay. And so I think what we ought to really take time to do is to, first of all, um, begin to know, take some time to get to know who you are. Take some time to get to like the person that you are. Because if you like you, it allows you to like someone else. And I think that's the first step. Liking you so that you can like someone else. And in time, that liking of you, you begin to love yourself, which gives you the ability to love someone else. And then learn to be more patient with yourself because love is patience. Learn to be more patient with yourself. And then you slowly begin to be more patient with others. And other people can feel that patience that you feel with them. And it will loosen their guards, drop, you know, allow them to drop their guard so that they can be not only more open to receive your love, but also more open to reciprocating the love. And then respect yourself. Stand firm on the fact that you are going to respect yourself. And that is different for different people depending on your circumstances. And as you respect yourself, that is when you learn to respect other people. And learn to keep commitments to yourself. A lot of us over time, if you don't keep commitment to yourself, you begin to see yourself as less than and not worthy because you didn't build a solid foundation of keeping commitments to yourself. And when you don't keep commitment to others, that creates a whole nother avalanche of negativity. And you don't want that because negativity breeds all types of havoc in our lives. So on this first Sunday, the love month, I want everyone listening to know this. I want you to know that you are love. You were created in love. You know, Love is the primary ingredient in your creation. It was the first ingredient of your creation. It is what you were born out of, love. And as I said, take time to get to know you. Don't put that pressure on someone else. Know what you like. Know what you deserve. Know Know what is your 
birthright. Don't put that pressure on someone else because we all are on our own journey trying to figure out who we are. So stand, have the courage to take time to get to know who you are. And and, and also take time to get to know what you like. And if you struggle with knowing who you are at your core, then I want to suggest that you read Psalms 139 and 14, because it tells you, it tells you who you are. It says that you are marvelously and wonderfully made. The making of you took time. The making of you is unique. You were not mass produced. You are more than just a body. You were intricately made and you were made in love. So whenever you doubt whether you are loved, know that from the very beginning, that you were made in love. You are marvelously, fearfully, wonderfully made. Okay? If you've gotten something out of this episode, I want to encourage you to share it with someone who you feel is lacking in love, who you feel needs to hear this. And you would be surprised how this one gesture will bless someone else. And if you'd like to hear more episodes from Lessons from Behind My Chair, then join me next Sunday at 7 a.m. wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay? I'll talk with you soon. Bye!